Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their worlds. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Typically on this podcast, we have a conversation with Ron Price, co-author of The Complete Leader, about one of the principles in The Complete Leader, the book. And this serves, this podcast serves as a companion to that program. However, today we are taking a different path, and that is looking at the book, Growing Influence, a story of how to lead with character, expertise, and impact, co-authored by Ron Price and Stacey Ennis. Now, in the most recent edition of the podcast, we talked about how this book, Growing Influence, came to be, got to know the authors better, and both Stacy and Ron are with us today. Hello to you. Hi, Dale. Good morning. And uh, great to have you both with us. So let's let's dive really quickly for those listeners who need a quick refresher or um, might not have heard the first podcast, let's just talk about your working relationship. The two of you have worked on a number of projects together, but Growing Influence really um, took it to another level. So let's, let's talk about your history. And I'll, Stacey, I'll turn to you and, and let you start on how you first got to know Ron and, and started working on some of his projects. Sure. Well, Ron and I met uh, back in 2014. I'm getting the dates correct, right, Ron? Actually, I, I think we, we met in 2011 when we oh, were right. okay. inside. Yeah. Gosh, that was so long ago. Um, <laughs> yes, 2011, um, working on a rewrite of his book, uh, which was eventually published as Treasure Inside. And um, that was a, a big project that we worked on together, and that was our first time working together. Down the road, we eventually worked together on The Complete Leader, and I came in as executive editor on that project and really helped bring that book to its final form. And then Ron and I later connected about this project in 2015, had some conversations about it over the next couple of years, and, and got started in 2017. And then there were some other smaller things in between. So. Um, other projects that weren't large book projects and obviously stayed connected in other ways as well. Yes, yeah, Stacy's uh, done a good job of capturing that deal. And uh, fr right from the get-go, there were two things I really appreciated about Stacy before we worked on this book. The first was her terrific skills as a writer and editor. And um, secondly, her attention to detail. She has this terrific um, tenacity to create the best possible project or the best possible outcome. And I really respected that a lot. Something I don't always carry, I keep moving so fast that having somebody like Stacy who will pay attention to all the details is a great benefit to me. So we, we eventually talked about doing this book together. Initially, she was going to work more as a, a ghostwriter or to assist me in the writing. It became quickly evident that the direction that we were going, it would be much more valuable if she was a co-author and contributed her own content, her own ideas as a part of the process. And it was really a wonderful collaboration, one of the best collaborations I've ever been a part of. Mm. And it was, it was fun to hear the story of, 
well, the mutual respect and admiration uh, that we we heard uh, on display in the most previous podcast. So encourage listeners to go back and listen to that one. But today, let's let's talk about the book and what beyond the title, growing influence. What would you say is the overarching theme? And and give us a preview of the story. Well, for me, the overarching theme of the book is that people have a lot of hidden or dormant power. They have a lot of capacity for becoming influential in their world. And oftentimes the path to activating that influence is invisible. Um, So we approach it two or three different ways throughout the book through different models that we share. But the, the big idea is that everybody can increase the amount of influence that they have in the world that they operate in. Yeah, you want to add to that? Summary. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it was a perfect summary. And I think the, the piece that really stands out to me is the, the level of intentionality that you, that you have to give um, in order to grow. Mm. So Emily is the heroine in the story. Uh, Stacy, tell us about Emily. And her challenge. Sure. So Emily is a woman leader in a a very male-dominated industry and technology. And she is dealing with some discrimination in her company, but it's not overt. It's it's subtle and it's it's the type of discrimination that a lot of women can relate to. Um, She is a young mom, and just like any any parent, dad or mom with a young child, she's dealing with you know wanting wanting to be in two places at one time and feeling like she wants to give 100% to both places um, and not feeling appreciated in her workplace um, and at, at the time that she meets the other character David she she's feeling very um, I don't know dejected I guess she's she's feeling this sense of what more can I do you know I work hard I care about what I do I, you know, I'm doing everything I can, and yet I keep getting passed over for promotions in this company. I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel like I'm having the impact that I know I can have in this company and in my career in general. And so meeting David is really a catalyst for her to be able to transcend where she is to, to get to this bigger vision of, of where she wants to go. So how much of Emily comes from personal experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Emily, there's there are actually some exact scenes stolen out of my life um, with, with Emily and her son. Um, I have two young children. I have a, a five-year-old daughter named Lily who makes a cameo appearance in, in the book. Um, and uh, I have a three-year-old son named Max. And um, there were definitely a lot of things about Emily's life that that were echoed in the book, although we did for Emily herself, for her her personality, some of her 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 drive, some of um, the the pieces of her that really shaped who she is as a character. We had some. We had a character, um, a, a real person that we based some of her her characterization off of. And also, Ron um, did a full debrief on on characters for both Emily and David um, through a TTI uh, assessment. So he created this character, he debriefed, 
And so we really created this, uh, this real, I mean, she was not here in real life. I can't shake her hand, but she, to us, she was very much a real living, breathing person. So while there's absolutely pieces of my life um, in there through her, she also has a lot of very distinct qualities that I think make her a really interesting character. Dale. All right, Ron, you've got to talk about that. Yeah, so Dale, one of the interesting things is that we, we say that this is fiction, that it's a story or a business fable, and that it's not nonfiction, but yet there are a lot of things in the book that are real experiences that Stacy or I have had. And so it's, I don't know exactly if there's a category that you can put it into. It's not exactly fiction and it's not nonfiction. <laughs> But one of the things that we do at Price Associates is we help people to develop deeper levels of self-awareness through the use of psychometrics. So we have uh, seven different uh, types of profiles that we run on people by having them complete questionnaires online. And it helps us create a picture. It's as if they're looking in a mirror and it gives them a picture of themselves that helps them to uh, develop more self-awareness. So we look at their behavioral style, how they respond to problems or interact with people and things like that. We look at their underlying motivators, what drives them. We look at their judgment patterns, how they value people or activities or ideas. We look at their leadership skills. We look at their emotional intelligence and stress levels, their gifts of, or their, their skills of persuasion. So we look at all these things. So for these two main characters in the book, we created a profile using these tools uh, so that for um, Emily, I think we ended up with over 70 pages of information that described her based on how we envisioned her being, the book, being uh, in the book. And so it created a lot of texture for the character that we were able to incorporate into the development of her character in the book. So a different way of doing things. I'd never done anything like that before but it seemed like it was a natural thing to do when we're writing this book as a story. I can imagine it would give consistency to the character as well. When you, when you know a character through going through the assessments that you described, you have a better idea how they're going to react in situations, how they're going to respond. Um, yeah. It makes the, it would make the writing process much more fun. So, so Emily, the heroine meets David, I'll call David the mentor in the coffee shop. Eventually. And yeah. I, I guess one of the great thrills for me would be if someday people want to visit this coffee shop so they can see where the book, the, the central scene where the book takes place. Because it's, this is an example where it's fiction, but not completely fiction because it's a real coffee shop in downtown Boise called Slow by Slow. And um, Emily is stopping in to, she thinks quickly to get a cup of coffee and to work on a presentation that she's going to be giving at her business a little bit later. And um, she has an accident. And uh, there's an older gentleman back in the corner who's looking at a tablet who comes to her rescue with napkins and helps her to clean up the coffee that she spilled. And um, that doesn't really start the relationship. It just establishes the presence of both characters. It takes a little while for Emily to warm up to this older gentleman um, who she really doesn't have time for. She's too busy. But eventually they develop a friendship. Over time, she discovers that he's a retired executive and that uh, he spends his mornings in this coffee shop reading the newspaper and magazines on his tablet as a way of getting out of the house each day for a little while 
at his wife's bequest. And that eventually <laughs> grows into a friendship. And that friendship eventually becomes a source of not just David mentoring Emily, but they learn from each other. It really is um, bi-directional. Mm. So let's talk about some of the themes that emerge from the discussions, because uh, the book brings the two together at the coffee shop on a somewhat regular basis. So take us through that process. Well, I'll start, and, and Stacy, you can go ahead and add as you would like. Um, I think one of the initial ideas that begins to come out of their conversations with each other, and it indirectly emerges, it's not direct mentoring, but um, this idea that oftentimes we're unhappy with something in our circumstances, it's not living up to what our expectations or our hopes were, and that there's a tendency for us to think that the problem is outside of us. Because there is a part of the problem that's outside of us, but by allowing ourselves to focus on the part that is outside of our control, sometimes we limit the ability for us to influence the circumstance through things that are inside of our control. So one of the primary themes that comes out is, first, you can take responsibility for your future. As Stacy mentioned earlier, the intentionality of um, the way that you develop yourself. And that oftentimes we don't realize how much we could do to influence a situation if we focused on what's within our control or what's within our influence instead of um, allowing the natural human response to dominate, which is the frustration we have with what we would like other people to be doing that they're not doing in a circumstance. Stacy. Yeah, um, that was great. That was a great uh, summary of the themes. I think so there's there's the content of the book, which itself, I mean, I could I could walk you through an overview of all the amazing, amazing leadership principles in the book. Um, but on the story level, one of the things that we decided to tackle is is this issue, as Ron said, this this character, she is being she is being discriminated against in her company because of her gender. That is that is what is happening. And what what I think is really exciting about this book is that we are we're sharing a way, not necessarily to solve this problem, but for leaders who are in similar or or maybe dissimilar but equally frustrating situations to be able to look inside themselves and say, I can't control what's happening over here, um, but I actually do have a lot of, I do have a lot of power and influence if, if I choose to focus on the, on the right things. And so Emily, through David, David's mentorship, learns about the three dimensions of leadership, about character, about expertise, and about position. And so that really reframes for her what leadership is and gives her kind of the first steps forward to be able to make a change. And it's not just a book about accept your circumstances and it's all about yes. what you do. Uh, actually, what, what ends up happening is that Emily learns how to grow her own power, her own personal power, so that she eventually can speak to the problems that she's facing with a tremendous amount of influence, with a, with a lot of leverage. And um, she does not come across as complaining or whining. She comes across as a very powerful leader 
who can affect change because of the work that she's done on herself. Uh, it's created this level of credibility and influence that gives her the ability to shift something that's happening in her world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of my favorite um, statements in the book that, that David teaches to Emily is to lead with logic and follow with emotion. And um, I think that principle um, for me has been really impactful to carry forward into my own leadership. Um, and when you, you can step back and look at a situation and say, what, 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 what was leading there? Was it logic or emotion? Those are the types of things in this book that I think people will find really refreshing, that there's, there's real um, internal shifts that can be made, but then there's also other, that's really actionable, you know? Um, so. We, Dale, one of the things that we do with the book uh, before we do the final printing is we send out beta copies and ask people for feedback. We want to make sure that we're not missing something. Uh, and so we ask people to tell us how it struck them, what they think could be improved or whatever. And one of the things that's been very encouraging is the number of people who've come back and told us that after reading the book, they end up with phrases like lead with logic, follow with emotion, showing up in their work day after day that they can't get away from some of those ideas that they've be begun to influence the way that they view their circumstances right now. And that's really reassuring for us because ultimately we don't write books for fame or for, for special honors. Or we write books because we want to help people have more meaningful, more influential, more impactful lives. Any other responses from, from folks who've had a chance to read the book? Yes, we've had a number of really amazing responses from, you know, of course, from a lot of the people that we sent the book out to early, but what has been especially encouraging, we, we obviously really love those endorsements and hearing from the people that we know, um, but we've also gotten a number of five-star reviews from people we don't know um, who read the book early and, and really connected to the story and, and really um, felt like this was something that was different. And, and um, a number of them said, I've read, you know, I read all the business books, I read all the leadership books, but this one really connected for me. That was for me very encouraging to see that feedback. So what formats are the book available? Well, obviously in print hardcover copy and um, in addition to that, it's available in the ebook format. So it's available in Kindle and Nook and iBook format. And then we're really happy that it's also available in Audible. And for the Audible version, it was professionally produced where we have two voices. One is the voice of Emily and the narrator and the other is the voice of David. Fantastic. And those, uh, once again, available anywhere and everywhere, books are sold. So what, um, what's the hope? The, somebody told me as, as I was writing a book, it might have been Stacy, that uh, <laughs> you know, writing the book, you've, you've got about, I think, 8% of the work done. <laughs> then the fun really starts. So, so what's, right. <laughs> what's, what's next? What are you hoping to accomplish? Stacy, why don't you start off? You know, I think there, I have two, two main things that I hope to accomplish. I mean, obviously, we want to get this book in as many hands as possible because we deeply believe in the book. Um, I think for me, I, I really hope that this book 
will have a real impact on people who read it to engage more deeply in who they are. Because leaders impact so many people in their every single day. And those shifts that they can make internally to, to have influence, that's going to have a ripple effect, not only in their companies, but in their families. And then on the other side, so, so that's you know, the leadership principles of the book um, that are so impactful. I'm really excited about taking on a topic that, that is a little bit controversial. You know, we have this character who, who is dealing with discrimination and, and that's, that is a sensitive topic. And so I'm excited about offering, for, offering forth this positive dialogue that invites men into the conversation, that provides actionable strategies for anybody who is dealing with a difficult experience at the workplace. So I think that's, I wanna, I wanna have that broader impact. And then I'm also excited about a conversation starter, positive conversation starter. Yeah, I agree with Stacy. And um, uh, there are bad actors that discriminate against women or a different ethnicity, a different belief system that are, that are just plain bad actors. They are overtly um, discriminating, but much more common, and I would say this is probably true anywhere in the world, much more common is what is referred to as unconscious bias. We don't even realize that we are holding somebody back because of uh, something that's a part of our hidden belief system. And part of what I hope the book will do will be to help people become aware of that and realize that you're hurting yourself when you unconsciously discriminate against other people that you work with, that you're really holding back the capacity for collaborations like the collaboration that Stacy and I experienced by writing this book. So I hope that's part of the impact. And then selfishly, I hope that as a consequence of this book that lots and lots and lots of people will ask Stacy to come and speak to their groups, their organizations. <laughs> um, I'm in the last decade of my career and I'm enjoying it immensely, but I know I'm in the last decade of my career and I'm hoping that the message in this book will last long after I've retired and it will be something where Stacy can continue to impact people and help them have the tools to grow their influence. Mm. It is really a book for anyone and everyone who wants to, to grow their influence. I mean, the, the, the title says it all. So Ron Price, Stacey Ennis, authors of the book Growing Influence, thank you so much for your time. Um, the book is available. And Ron, I'm going to give the website uh, an attempt. It's price-associates.com slash growing influence, correct? Correct. Awesome. Yes. So you'll find many more resources to go with the book. You can see uh, videos featuring both Stacy and Ron uh, talking about topics in the book, find more resources, study guides, uh, group reading guides, all available at price-associates.com slash growing influence. Also, be sure to check out the website, thecompleteleader.org for all of your leadership resources. Any final words for us, Stacy or Ron? Well, we hope everybody will get a copy of the book or listen to it on Audible and give us their feedback uh, and how they're able to use it to grow their own influence. That's our ultimate goal. That was perfect. I'll, I'll echo what Ron said.
Fantastic. So if you've had a chance to read the book, be sure to go to Amazon and leave your review and a star rating of that book and, uh, and pick that book up anywhere books are sold. It is Growing Influence, a story of how to lead with character, expertise, and impact. This is the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.